Bedroom Battle Pass. The Archives. Me and you, Season 2. Alright, let's kick it. Welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalheads. You got Marky Malpas, and I'm joined here with the guys from Dead. From right to left, we've got I got Jem. Uh, I play drums, cool. sing a bit. Jace, uh, I play bass, sing, and on the recordings, yep. I play guitar. That's it, actually. That's it, Just really guitar. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Guitar and bass. Rad. All right. Well, um, it's good to have have you guys on the show. I noticed you were playing the, uh, you know, the 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 crazy show last night at the basement doing the um i was actually showing the video before to uh to jim before the uh up on the on the barrier oh, yeah, doing yeah, the yeah. final part of the closing of the sh- of the show yeah um yeah i dig dig that um uh, feel and also i was talking to one of the boys uh, we were talking to him after trainer used to run the bar and he was saying that like anyone that says they're into drum and bass you could say good oh you like dead then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, he said he said it was the most brutal thing he'd heard in in his time it was insane like (laughs) as far as because it's also unique and it's not often you get a two-piece i mean we had our bell witch play at the basement um from washington yeah um if you guys know those guys yeah i heard them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but like a slower doom metal band yeah but um yeah it's cool to cool to see a two-piece rocking it out um smashing it through you guys are i was saying to um lukey earlier it's good that he we have a gig with you guys on it because i remember way back in the day when you could play at north street yeah yeah um he'd come home with you know vinyls oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff like said, that yeah, yeah. yeah and uh he'd say you know man i don't have a record player so can you like <laughs> play this for me so i can listen to it and well, uh well, yeah those gigs were awesome at North Street and, and it's it's really cool to, like we met people when they were underage, you know, yeah. and now, however many years later, they're, you know, Four like bands. And yeah, there's a lot, uh, the, the energy that that space created yep. definitely affected, you know, like a, a whole kind of generation of kids around here, which is, it's really cool to see, you know. Yeah, well, it... It influenced uh, Lukey and like he's running gigs now. Sure, so yeah, yeah, for sure. And created South Coast Metalheads off that. Yeah, like they definitely influenced everything that he's done there because that was the first taste of actual gigs. Yeah, you know, he used yeah, to go yeah. to like the occasional like you know all ages festivals and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But it was the first vibe of what it was like to actually hang out with bands and you know sure. watch proper like sort of gigs. Well, it's pretty up close in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that venue. So. But yeah. that, that's what was great about it too. Like, yeah, you did meet kind of almost everyone who was at the gig. And it also helps like with dudes like Drew that kind of are in the scene. They, it's, it gives you a different perspective, I think. Like when sometimes when you get venue owners that haven't played in bands before or, or been part of the scene for a long time, it changes the vibe. So everything was good with him and, and the venue um, and what he did for the scene. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say it's like if you, you know, if you if you if you're growing up and the only music you've seen is at festivals or on big stages, yep. it, there's this real there's this barrier. It, it probably makes it feel a bit more like, oh, that's not something I can do. Yeah. But then, in a in that North Street Cafe is about as kind of about as ridiculous as it could be. That's right. You yeah. know, as far as having a squish in there. 
and so you can so you sort of see it without any of the effects or any of the you know any of that kind of vaseline on the lens that like yeah, the vaseline that, on that, that like a you know a big show might do yeah yeah perfect man it's it's like one of those things you know that it's like a personal crowd when like you know i've seen crowds really close where um so it used to be this venue i used to do comedy at called the front Oh yeah, and yeah, we played there. Yeah, so yeah. you know that that space, right? Where you, if you have a mic stand fall over, one of the audience members can pick it up. Like yeah, that's yeah. what kind of personal level you want. You want, yeah, yeah. You want the audience to be able to, if they want to, touch you. <laughs> yeah, I, I have like a lot of chips in my teeth and one tooth removed because of mic mic stand, like uh, one of those mics <laughs> yeah. smashing into oh, it. really in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A lot of times <laughs> at gigs like that and, you know, basement gigs and shit like that. Yeah, that, yeah. Which are the, you know, the energy is right there. You can't ignore it, you know, so it's, yeah. I think that's one thing with the basement. Although it's gotten bigger, it's still maintained that personal feel. Uh, um, which the, With the basement, like, it's gotten bigger, but it's still maintained that f- That vibe. back room's great. Yeah, I yeah. love yeah. that room. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like a proper venue, but it's a decent, it's not crazy size like yeah yeah know, yeah it sounds good and it's yeah it feels really good to play the stage is great and you know yeah it's great yeah that's right well the, you guys have, like got a massive sound and in that room there it just like really brings it home yeah so i like that that feel about it and uh, and they have a barrier that we can stand on and exactly. the idiots and yeah i love that part i'll probably chuck that video up on our um instagram later <laughs> for everybody to check out but yeah that's a really really cool that you guys um as soon as as soon as you jumped up on the barrier and started playing um the last bit of the drum beat like from a standing position i'm like let's see where this goes man and i was uh pleasantly surprised <laughs> Uh, we've got any, um, so at the moment we're at the Smoky Dan's venue, the second part of the Capital of the Coast tour, um, and we, um, doing a, like a day, day gig here, Chud's just about to kick off, um, out the back. Who are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. We were really stoked to see them last night. It was great. Yeah, cool. Like, have you seen Chud before? Ah, never. Never heard of them. So, in my, my mind, I can't seem to think of a, another industrial, metal band in Canberra. I think they're one of the only indu- or if if not the only industrial metal band in Canberra. Yeah, um, I, I never I, I didn't I didn't pinpoint it to that, but I did hear like um little bits of Killing Joke who are like a really Yeah. I love Killing Joke yeah, a lot. Cool. So yeah, I heard that in them and uh I, I like the kind of bit of punky element. That's kind of my favorite metal is got yeah. a bit of punk to it. Well, like the drummer really Yeah, they just did got that, that good energy they just seem like weirdos <laughs> yeah it's good man like yeah yeah a yeah. mismatch of people yeah, yeah. and they're sort of it's like they're backing whatever it is that they're doing you know they're not yeah. not hesitating yeah and that's uh yeah that's been their vibe since i've been watching chard now for oh man 2012 i think uh, they oh, was, was i didn't know they were i yeah. think they're originally the devil's work was um a lot of the members were in a band called devil's work okay. uh, yeah. which had some similar style yeah and, yeah. and now chard um but yeah man uh, they they've got a song called tyrant and um yeah it's just raw and yeah. like insane and uh, i remember the first time i've ever seen them play that um the um guitarist whiskey just like had um was it you know those like glasses that 
like they have eyes, like holograms yeah. on it. Yeah, He's yeah. just playing Tyrant with these like, me out, creepy yeah. like hologram eyeglasses on. Yeah. And I uh, just didn't, like, it's just whatever. I'm doing my thing. You're saying sometimes he wears like a balaclava on stage and just random things like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had that kind of um, raggy. You look wore, wore last the rag night. last night, yeah. yeah. So that's cool, man. It gives it a good good vibe. It's a bit like uh, the Templin Empire. If you've seen, they're like a, um, oh man, it's like an Arabian black metal band, and they oh, they dress up like crazy um, outfits on stage yeah, and stuff. Yeah. It's, that's why we go and see live music because it's a performance yeah, as well. Like you don't get yeah. that from listening from the album. No, no, no. It's hard to tell what a band's like. You know, I mean, it's a different thing, isn't it? But. Yeah. Yeah. So we spoke like some of the live gigs that we've done, like uh, that you've done, including like Smoky Dance. Now we got the basement last night, and all the way back to North Street. What sort of um, venues are you? Have you got any highlights of like venues that you played around the place in Australia? Or yeah, yeah, or, or overseas. Has there only been like any that stood out? Oh man, there's heaps. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I like to smaller shows mostly. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's not like we play heaps of big shows or anything, but um. And some of them have been good. Like, there's a festival that we played at um, in uh, Montana in the US called Total Fest, which, um, you know, it was on top of having amazing bands that we love to see, we got to play with them, which was awesome. You know, yep. that was some of the kind of bigger crowds that we played to. But then the next day we might play in a basement in, yep. you know... Uh, yeah, a tiny or town. In a burrito or bar where they don't pay you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, um, they pay with burritos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we, you know, that's like that. Yeah, you. Well, that was that was two days in a row, wasn't it? You played pretty much the greatest show of your life. Yeah. Get paid. Um, uh, yeah. Awesome audience, and then the next day you turn up to the venue and the promoters just completely done a <laughs> like yeah. it just completely shafted us, like, yeah, and yeah. had no intention of ever paying us. <laughs> um, Man, I've heard. Yeah, I mean, we we don't get to play big venues very often. When I say big, like, is in venues with proper PAs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So every now and then we do, and the thing that always strikes us is, wow, it's so easy when you have a nice PA. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It yeah, must yeah. be so easy yeah. for people in, like, you know, inverted commas, real bands. Yeah. Um. So... Well, for yeah. years we kind of played, when we played in Canberra, we played at this, um, Someone's house what's the Watson Brad? house? Did you ever go to that? Was yeah. it Watson? No, I didn't uh, actually. Some, like a punk house. Yeah, you know? yeah. And we'd just play in the, in the lounge room. Yeah, okay. And they'd just take the lounges out or whatever. And I don't know, 15 people could scream <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> people would be, have their head through the window. <laughs> some people would be leaping in and out, you know. <laughs> uh, th- but th- yeah, it was amazing. They were always amazing shows, but you know. Yeah, I did see the uh, there's like a little two person mosh last night. You um, it was incredible. <laughs> do you get a um? Do you get like many moshes with, with your gigs? You've seen we, some cool. We pits. played at our 18th birthday recently, That's right, yeah. and it was a inc- like everyone was moshing. Yeah. So, but nah, not really. Um, I mean, honestly, most of the the most common response for us is that people don't know what's happening or where to put it. Yeah. And it usually takes. A few times, you know, for then people to kind of warm to it. So that's, I mean, last night, I assume those two people had never seen us before. That's really unusual for us. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's well really, they were just it makes us just really happy. Yeah, yeah, it's some, great. But you never know. Someone can be really, like, we might be at a concert and loving it, but it, you wouldn't know it, you know. So 
I don't really care what people do as long as they don't hurt each other. Um, but, yeah, we kind of... We probably demand a little bit more attention of an audience than most people are willing to give these days. You know, so... As long yeah. as you... Look, I think crowd involvement definitely changes... Um, I think it lifts kind of the the atmosphere as well. I get a lot of bands. It's always, it's always good to feel like we're in it together, not yeah. just you know uh, playing at. Yeah, people. yeah. But uh, probably our volume sometimes to some people is is fairly confronting. Yep. I it's impossible to know. I don't know what it's like to watch us. So yeah, because yeah, none of it's confronting at all to us. It all makes sense to us because yeah, yeah. we wrote it. Um, that's that's yeah. A, that's a bit like. Um, when I so I interviewed a, a band at, um, on the show it was like a hardcore band called yeah. Kid Presentable, and uh, they um, they have like crazy pits and mosh pits and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as well as another band uh, actually, Honest Crooks. They uh, they have like a insane crowd yeah. sort of presence, um, and it, I think it yeah it definitely feeds into the vibe of the night. Well, the thing with us is you know we in a set even if it's only half an hour we we kind of um we don't just pummel the whole time so i think i think people don't really know what to do like if you're a hardcore band then you just you know your songs are pretty consistent yeah, yeah. people can sort of do the lawnmower and all that kind <laughs> of shit and they know they know it's not going to change too much yeah but you know no one wants to look like a fool you're halfway through a lawnmower and then Beat you know changes. We stop and you know it goes quiet you don't want to be you know yeah laying bricks or whatever you're doing. <laughs> 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 you got all the, um, all the moves down there. Yeah. The other ones, the... Um, the fishing... The, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like... Um, <laughs> so they... Honest Crooks have some pretty insane pits and you always... It seems to be an ongoing thing that there's like the... Uh, the the ninjas as well they get like all the yeah they get oh, the, yeah. the invisible ninjas <laughs> the, they get some pretty crazy um crazy little pits going on there but no it's good man it's good to I know that like you mentioned before you like played some punk gigs and think like like where most of the bands in the bill are, are punk sort of thing like that um a lot, I know the punk crowd's pretty good with the with the mosh pits so remember have you ever heard of bands stand alone they um they're like no. a, Oh, so they're a punk band that played in Canberra. It's made up of a lot of members from, like, X-Rose Tattoo. Um, oh, okay. Guys? Yeah, right. And, um, man, I watched them play at ANU, and that was probably the one of the more insane crowds I've ever been to because it was, like, just, like, punks that grew up listening to Rose Tattoo. So these guys have been through, like, that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. And was, they were moshing. Oh, well... The, like, 40-year-old, 50-year-old <laughs> guys moshing. <laughs> no, it's just the, the pure intimidation of the thing because I'm sitting there like, I don't want to mosh with these guys because they know what a mosh pit is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was... I, You know, I'm 45 and yep. mosh pits were different. Yeah. It, it, was, it was just like a, a game of attrition back in... Yeah. I, you know, I'm not trying to say it was... Well, it's was so hard in my, in my day. day or whatever. <laughs> but it, it was it was pretty violent. Yeah. 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 No, man. That's that's one of one of those things. So you mentioned like gigs and things over the years. How long have you guys been in the scene for? How long's the dead been going for? Um, ten years next year. Yeah. <laughs> right. So ten, nine. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But we've yeah we've both been playing for a long time in other other bands. But yeah, dead's. Almost ten, so which is, you know, for a, 
for an underground band, you know, it's a pretty long stint. In Dude, a way. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you got vinyls and stuff like that as well. Like that's the they're the albums that Luke used to bring home. I was saying yeah. before. So yeah, man. Because I reckon when you laid them all out, like I was like, oh, that's like. I've seen them for so long because yeah. Luke had bought them as they came out. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's it's cool to see that um, people can still pick them up and still get them. A lot of the time, people put out limited runs of, of stuff and you never see, like, vinyl presses yeah. Um, yeah. available all the time, you know? Yeah, I mean, we do that to a degree, but... Yeah, I um, mean, we do it, but we just keep releasing more stuff. Yeah. So, um, it doesn't... Yeah... A lot of our stuff is out of print, but it doesn't really bother us. It's all on the net, you know. Yeah. Most people that have it just stole it. <laughs> well, see, like, over the over the past 10 years, you've probably noticed the dynamic of how people get music has changed just in 10 years alone. Yeah. Um, so, as the bands progress, technology's changed around it, I guess. So, uh, kind of, you got to adapt for how people are listening to music. Oh, always, yeah or, yeah, or, yeah. or just, you know, uh, stay... W- what you do and then people adapt around it if they if they they really dig what you guys do they're going to still get those mediums i know bands that release albums on like kid presentable saying before release an album on cassette yeah still sell copies because yeah. people are like well i'm getting a cassette player because i want to hear this demo yeah like, yeah yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know what i mean yeah. yeah there's no like it's it's always been the case but more and more everything changes so fast now no one actually knows how you're supposed to do it and everyone that says that they do are lying and usually have something to gain by telling you that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there are bands that there are bands that have never released a physical product in their life. Yeah. And they're huge. And um, there are bands that, uh, you know, are only doing physical product and they sell lots. So, yeah, it's really up to whatever, whatever those bands can find works for them. It's just yeah. a classic example of how everything's driven by the fans, you know. If 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 all of a sudden I did something that everyone liked, then you know that's what people are after. It doesn't doesn't exactly. Um, yeah, we're not too fussed on the mediums and stuff. I mean, we make albums. We don't make, uh, you know, like I we we enjoy the fact that we make a record to be listened to as an album but do we you can't control what people do you know like on, on that subject do you guys find because you got vinyls do you find the recording process different to if it was to be a digital medium like no nah, because we put it out as both yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah i mean we basically usually design it as how would it be as a record and then from there like I mean, if you fantasize that someone will put an album on and listen to it from the start to the finish yeah. You know, that's what we think of. Yeah, yeah. And it's wh- just whoever does that, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> because that's a di- that's how we grew up listening to music, and that's a it just demands a little more attention. Yeah. So it's a little bit different to streaming something off your phone, and then halfway through the song, someone sends you a fucking YouTube video, so you look at that, and then you go back. You know, and it's not. Yeah, yeah. Whereas we grew up listening to, or well, I grew up listening to, you know, Jethro Tull records that were one song yep. and stuff like that so you're, you're supposed to take it yeah. all in as one you just go from start to finish yeah that's a lot to ask of people now you know to say oh, Shorter for, for, the next, for the next 40 minutes this is going to be what you focus <laughs> on you yeah. know like you're yeah. lucky to get five minutes out of someone yeah I guess like in the like consumable society that we live in 
it becomes a lot quicker. Um, people tend to target their audience at like a thirty to one minute, thirty second to one minute like window up to five. You know. Yeah, that's. I mean, I don't. I don't think about that stuff to be quite honest. Yeah. I just. It, it, um, we joke about this, but <laughs> my my goal is to write a good song. Yeah. You know, and um, I know, I'm I may be the only one who who well, we may be the only one who actually care about that, but that's our goal. I, I don't. I don't think about who's going to buy or, you know, like, yeah. I, I don't I don't really think about any of that stuff. I think that's, like, good to have as, an, as, a, um, as a standstill, though. It's like saying that... Because you'll be always happy doing what you're happy doing, yeah? So if you're happy producing music and you're not tailoring it for the audience... Well, mate, like, I, I, it, no one's offered me enough cash to even consider tailoring anything. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, like... Not, I'm not saying that I would do that, but yeah. you know, that it, it's insanity if you're trying to. I mean, I've, I, I know bands with. I've had friends in bands who were like, "We're gonna, you know, we're gonna do this thing, and that's because it's gonna be big." And yeah. then it's not, and then they've they've been in a band for five years, yep. kind of not enjoying it. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, that, that's yeah. They're just chasing some imaginary thing that doesn't actually exist. Yeah, they they think might happen. I think congratulations if it does. I don't. I mean, you know, like, yeah. maybe we just also both of us. We we didn't grow up together, but we grew up both playing music predominantly to people that fucking hated it. Yeah, yeah. Like that was our experience of playing music. So we the idea of like oh playing to some crowd that adore you. It's never. I'm not saying I wouldn't like it. We've we can probably count on maybe two hands. <laughs> the shows that we've done where there's actually like an energy coming from the audience yeah, yeah, yeah. that would vaguely match that which we're putting out. And, yeah. and every time I do that, I go, shit, oh, that must be what it's like for like, you know, a band like that's got a big following, you know, like like even maybe like friends of ours, like the hard-ons or whatever, that must be what it's like for them a lot of the time that yeah. a lot of the work is actually being done by the audience. Yeah, yeah. But for us, predominantly, we're usually kind of filling a space that's you know you ha just have to work twice as hard to kind of you know like a show like last night you know there's not a lot of people there so those people that are there you know like you have to you have to work harder to give them a give good give the night, energy you know? yeah yeah um, because there isn't that sort of I don't know there's just an energy that happens when there's a crowd of people focused on I, I get on something. that um, you guys yeah. were the um, I guess because of the unique like structure of the band, um, and it sort of throws everyone off because they're used to seeing like a like four or five piece, and then all of a sudden two piece smashing it out loud, like get yeah. getting a good good um, getting good vibes. It kind of yes, yeah, it's, it's why everyone was like, "Whoa, look at this, man!" Like people were coming. <laughs> There was like a like a band on next door. People going out outside to get you know to have smoke or whatever, and then just hearing you guys and just coming over and being like, "What's going on in there?" You know. <laughs> um, so that that's a that's a a good thing I think that it kind of shocks people and then gets them, it draws their attention just yeah, to be something different. Yeah, it can it can work that way. Like we've always kind of been accepted by metal audiences, yeah. you know, and and often we get that you know it's like we're too little in stature guys <laughs> making a huge noise yeah. and for whatever reason that's you know it's it's kind of 
I don't know if it's a respected, but it's you know it's like a talking point or something. But yeah, um, no, it also carries respect. Definitely does carry oh, respect. So I think. Cheers. Yeah. Um, but you know, then other it might repel other audiences. Like you know, hip, hipsters in Melbourne often find it too much. You yeah. Know? So it's yeah, it, it, it I, all, all depends. I think that it's just anything that's too intense. Uh, it makes people feel emotions that they're not used to feeling. So yeah. a natural reaction is to repel from that, yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to embracing it and being accepting of seeing what happened. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I, I'm a cook, and it's the same as nine times out of ten people say um, you put too much chili in it. What they mean is I'm not able to process that. Yeah. It's not. I didn't make the mistake. Yeah. It's got the right amount in it, and if you can't take it, that's fine. It's not a bloody pissing contest. But people's brains are usually wired to go, well, everything happening around me yeah, must be yeah. what's wrong, yeah. rather than... So, I mean, music, like anything, is a language, and most people don't have... don't speak the same language as us musically. So if they if they want to put some time into it, then they'll usually get something out of it, and they'll probably like what we do. But most people don't have the, you know, most of what we're sending out is not being received by them. It, yeah. just, it just gets received as noise. And I mean, I can think of bands I saw when I was a kid that felt that way, that yeah. years later now seem actually quite pedestrian to me. Yeah. But at the time, it was just, oh, they were just throwing too many things out that yeah. I hadn't. So I couldn't really process them. It could be anything. It could be like, you go to Turkey and people can dance in nine and seven. It's not weird to them. Yeah. But to an Australian, it's like, whoa, if it's not four or six, you know, yeah, I don't know what to do here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, it's what what you've, you know, gotten used to. No, I get And, I and get we, that. we just, we, we play, you know, we play heavy music as a two-piece. There's a lot of two-pieces doing heavy music nowadays, but they all seem to rely on toys and we're just... To me, it seems like, oh, thanks. You, you left this great big chasm in heavy music. <laughs> like, because most of them rely on delay pedals yeah, or that sort of having stuff. 17 amps or yeah. this or that, which is fine. Like, I'm not, not putting them down, but you don't, like, get something for nothing. Like, it always comes at a cost. If you want to if you want to do a loop and then solo over it, it's not the same. Yeah. So, no, I Jace can't do that. So, he has to kind of solo and then go, oh, hang on, maybe I'll put in a low note or I yeah, have to yeah. go what am I going to do you know that that is what you're hearing yeah like absolutely that intensity you're hearing two people go shit how do we fill this space without relying on you know gimmicks or toys or or, or technology yeah yeah that's cool like yeah. you mentioned um, yeah toys on stage do you guys have any uh, what sort of kit do you have set up is there a like a I mean, everything that we do could have been done in 1967 or something. Yeah, yeah. Technically. Yeah, there's no, there's yeah. no tricks. It's yeah. Just, I mean, Jace, Jace sometimes has delay for yeah. when I'm tuning my drums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or yeah. when we're doing an intro. Yeah. And that's it. And I, yeah. I have an acoustic drum kit, you know, and we don't have effects on our voice uh, besides, you know, maybe a bit of reverb if we're lucky. Uh, I mean, it's not, we're not, you know, we'll do whatever we want to do, but... We partly don't do that because we, we've toured a lot and the more stuff you have, the more stuff breaks down. And Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So you guys are just more or less just uh, like um, untampered sounds, really. Yeah, yeah, pr- pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's pretty old school when you think about it. Yeah. But we haven't... 
I guess we, you know, at the beginning when we um, started the band, I thought I had to cover a lot more, you know, stuff, and I had used the guitar amp and stuff, and um, and it's just simplified over time for various reasons, and um, it feels better. Feel, it feels like us, you know, like when where we've we've kind of come to a point where we hit our own thing. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. It's, it's more intense to us. Like, it's just, yeah, there's just something, because there's that feeling of like, oh, this could fall apart at any time. You know, like if if if, if you stop playing bass, it stops. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have other That's noise to... Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting sort of dynamic. Yeah, you, it, it is actually very... Um, it's direct. In the way we play, yeah. uh, I always feel like, um, yeah, it could just, you know, we, we play in such a way that if you fuck something up, yeah. it's pretty obvious what well, it is to us anyway. Like, yeah. um, there's a lot of critical yeah, yeah. things done together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's yeah. not a lot of... <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like you guys have got so much momentum that if you stop, you'll fall over. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's a really, yeah, it's a yeah. really good way to put it, actually. Yeah, yeah I, I like... There's, you can... It's, yeah, it's like if you're riding a bike a bit too fast or you're running downhill yeah. a bit too fast or yeah. you're um, surfing a wave a bit too fast. They're all the same things that... You know, there you you're on the precipice yeah, of, the, of, of the moment that things are going to fall apart, <laughs> and that's what we do in our sets. Uh, yeah. and then we mix it up now with we're doing more kind of pop songs as well, and yeah, yeah, for sure. No, that's good, man. It's good to mix it up with with all that stuff. We like, do have to right, play. But yeah. anyway, um, thank you very much for catching up. Thanks very much. For th- yeah, for thanks for the interview. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Uh, we'll play the track after this off. What album can I choose any song um, from? Yeah, I mean, we, I stand behind <laughs> everything we've done. Cool. All right. Choose yeah. whatever you Stick like. around yeah. and listen to yeah. a dead song here on Canberra Metalheads. Thank you. Yucca, yucca, bam. <laughs>